welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Chance, and my guest today is Josh Sloan. He is the product marketer for Get Gist, which is an all-in-one software platform for stuff like live chat and email marketing, automation, forms, knowledge base, all the tools that we need to use today. So, Josh, uh, thanks for joining me. Welcome. Thanks for having me. So, as I started talking about all the tools that are involved, I can hear, I can already hear listeners uh, thinking, gosh, do we really need all of these ways to communicate today? Yeah, um, it's it's very important to both be where your customers are, but then also have all those things in the easiest to understand format for business owners and marketers. Well, well, I, I guess the point of my question is, uh, I think a lot of uh, small business owners, marketers are kind of overwhelmed by the fact that, okay, I'm monitoring social media. I've got email. Now I've got chat and now I'm putting all these forms and things that I have to react to on my website. I mean, how do you kind of, how do you wrangle all of this into a manageable, you know, if it's like you've got customers everywhere, you know, how do you keep control of things? Well, there's a, a couple of different ways. Um, one of the ways is to integrate all your tools together. So say if you had a meeting scheduler app uh, to book appointments, or if you had a live chat software that was bringing in communication from your website. And then, of course, you got Facebook Messenger and Twitter and, and you know all of these social platforms. Uh, so you can either integrate them all together or what's become more popular is there are several tools out there that offer the sort of all-in-one approach and just uh, really tries to harness that and they – you know, for that reason, you know, we've created a conversations tool that not just gets live chat um, from your website, but we also integrate directly with Twitter messaging and Facebook Messenger to bring all of those under one dashboard uh, that you can answer from, you know, one place instead of having to log into different accounts all day long. So the really common practice uh, for many, many years was, you know, drive people to your website, uh, offer them something of value uh, in exchange for an email address, and then just kind of put them into a campaign that follows up and hopefully gets them more and more interested in your products and services. But buyers, first off, have become, I think, a little fatigued with that approach, but also have just gotten a lot more sophisticated, have a lot, I think, a lot higher expectations because people are certainly personalizing their experience based on on behavior. You know, the classic one is always Amazon, you know, knows what we buy and how we think and and, and is and is offering those things to us. So how do we, how does the small business owner take that level of sophistication, you know, really tapping into, you know, behavior? Um, because uh, obviously that sounds like a lot more work, doesn't it? Yeah, it definitely does. And if you're talking about the level of complexity that Amazon, you know, and their algorithm uh, gives you, it can seem overwhelming. But I think just about every business owner can identify two to three uh, activities or behaviors or events that they want leads to do. And then, you know, basically, if you can identify those, you know, two or three things and then react to those behaviors when they happen, it's a more personalized experience for the user and it's more effective to move people down that marketing funnel. Okay, so let's say that one of my things is I've got this, um, I, I sell marketing services. A lot of people are looking for SEO services. So, for example, maybe I've written a blog post and it offers a free SEO checklist. And that's what I want people to do is download that piece of content. Now, how could I actually make that a better experience based on behavior? Okay. Yeah, definitely. So if they downloaded your checklist, that would obviously be one behavior. And then, you know, you know, following up with those particular services. So if it is SEO, 
if you send them e- emails specifically more towards SEO instead of, say, uh, pay-per-click advertising or web design, uh, it'd be more tailored personal experience. That'd be a simple way of doing it. But you could also um, see if that guide or that checklist sends them to your SEO services page. Like most agencies would have a page that outlines their SEO services, lays out expectations and things like that. So if you if they download your SEO checklist and then they visit your SEO service page that explains your services, that's going to highlight to you that they're that they're more interested than, say, someone who just downloaded the guide and, and forgot about it. Right. So, so you're suggesting I can now segment that person maybe for a whole nother kind of campaign. Right. And then, yeah, you can actually um, put them in a Facebook custom audience. So that way they're seeing, you know, use us for SEO ads instead of just general ads, uh, things like that. So let me give you another uh, example that I run into a lot of times. A lot of companies sell a variety of services or products and they don't necessarily, I mean, there's totally different segment of the market that wants, you know, those different services. So, you know, typically we will build pages for those services, or if you're this kind of business, go here. Um, How could somebody use behavioral activity like that to, to really then tailor uh, a better experience for that person because they visited certain pages, I guess, on a website. Is there something we can start doing now to say, Oh, you must be interested in these things. Uh, Let's, let's send you that kind of content. Actually just does something very similar to this. We, ask people for what industry they're in. So we've kind of uh, put people into seven different industries, whether it be business services and marketing agencies, uh, software companies, uh, more home services like plumbers and electricians. You know, we have seven different industries. And then if when they indicate which industry they're in, we actually have specific content that we can send to them that helps them use automation better. So, cause a lot of people, you know, they see gist, we offer nine different tools, they get overwhelmed. And not only that, some, some people aren't going to use all of them. Uh, so we, we kind of like focus on the, the top three to five tools that say an electrician would use. And not only that, we explain specifically why an electrician would want to start using them. Uh, and so it really helps us to understand their industry and it, it helps us to tailor the content experience from there. So let's say somebody does download um, a, a piece of content and you start sending them some emails based on that. We all know that I don't know what the percentage is. Maybe let, let's let's be um, conservative. 60, 70 percent of them never open it, never do anything with it. So that other 30 percent that open it and then maybe click on something or then go visit something else. Are there ways in which we can actually take that group and say, OK, these are our most engaged folks. Let's do something special for them. Absolutely. And we, um, we, I don't, I won't get too deep into it, but one of the most important things for just is to install just onto your website. So that way you can use it. And we actually use both the positive and negative behavior to, to tailor that experience. So if someone has installed, uh, our WordPress plugin or our script on their website, then they move into a different sort of automation. And if they haven't, then of course we we want them to install that script. So that's going to be our primary focus there. So separating both the the people who do perform that action and the people who don't is very important uh, in, in terms of like getting more people uh, engaged. So the script you're talking about is actually, that just allows you to say, hey, this person's on your email list and they did X. Yeah, yes. On, yeah. on your it, website, X on your website. Yeah. yeah. And it could be, you know, like if you're a marketing agency and you have a webinar, a pre-recorded webinar, if someone watched that webinar, well, then that could be the people who 
perform that action. The people who didn't watch the webinar, maybe you follow up with a piece of written content or maybe a podcast to, to get their preferred form of content and, you know, catch as many people as you can. So obviously a lot of this takes doing, it takes learning, it takes, you know, building the assets that you might need. What are, what are, some folks that are coming to this, like all they've been doing is, you know, sign up for our newsletter, you know, kind of lead capture. What are some of the first things that they should start doing that are not going to necessarily overwhelm them? Yeah, it could be as easy as tracking those who open your emails. That's probably one of the ones. And, you know, if you want to get a little step further, you can, I mean, you, you probably know that every email should have a, a link in it, a call to action. Uh, so uh, I'm sure you've, you've definitely um, said that. So, um, that call to action, that button clicked or that link clicked can be a behavior. And that would be the easiest way to get started. And now a little word from our sponsor. Intercom wants more of the nice people visiting your website to give you money. So they took a little chat bubble in the corner of a website and packed it with conversational bots, product tours, NPS surveys, all sorts of things that amplify your team and help you reach more nice people. Intercom customer unity got 45% more loyal users with Intercom in just 12 months. Go to intercom.com slash podcast to start making money from real-time chat. Then see everything else Intercom can do. That's intercom.com slash podcast. So let's talk about that group. So what would be a simple thing that, um, or, or just maybe, you know, a, a, an obvious <laughs> thing to do. Let's say I send out, I don't know, it's a number, a thousand emails and 300 people open them. Is there something I should do immediately to those 300 that open it um, to, to try to get them even more engaged? I mean, is are there just kind of obvious steps? So for the people who have opened your email, it, it depends, I mean, on what the content of the email would be, but you definitely want to continue that conversation uh, with them. And the next thing would be you know, what did they open? What was the email that they opened? So if they open an email, like we were talking about, about your SEO services, the next email, maybe not, you know, necessarily a sales pitch or a, or a call to action as far as like in terms of like getting them to buy, but it could definitely be something that helps their SEO a little bit further. So if they open an email that just talks about, you know, an SEO blog post that you just wrote that was, you know, that's talked about SEO, excuse me, and they opened it, the next email wouldn't just be, a generic email. It would, it could be, you know, like, Hey, here's our SEO checklist that you haven't downloaded yet. Uh, here's another piece of content that's particular to SEO. You'd want it to be more personalized to what they actually opened in most cases. Well, how, how easy is it to use a tool like just, uh, obviously there are other ones out there as well to automate some of these things because you, you know, you, you want to send out an email. You don't have necessarily want to have to then go, okay, let's see who opened it. Now let's do this for, you know, how, how easy is it to create these workflows and automations? It's, it's fairly, obviously there is going to be a learning curve with any of these tools, especially if, like you said, the only thing that you've done is you've had a newsletter and you've hooked it up to, you know, say like a Weber or something like that. Um, but with our visual workflow builder, you can see how your contacts are going to move through. And we have dozens of pre-created properties like last email or marketing email opened, last marketing email clicked uh, that are already preset. So you don't actually have to create those uh, events. You don't have to set those up. You don't have to know how to code. It's if you send an email and you can say, if someone clicks in this email, I want them to move over here uh, based on, and you can actually set decisions like, yes, they did this or no, they didn't. Uh, you know, it, it might take you an afternoon, but within an afternoon, you could have a, 
a fairly complex marketing automation system. And we just actually last week rolled out uh, a few dozen done for you templates that include uh, the email um, draft in there that you can edit as well. So we, we actually have some pre-built for you specifically for those business owners who are trying to, you know, either bootstrap or their solopreneur kind of, kind of situations. One of the things that, you know, a tool like this, you know, comes with a tool like this, obviously <clears throat> in, in terms of power and complexity also comes price. Um, is there, let's, let's say somebody has been collecting email addresses for a while and, and they've been using MailChimp or something, you know, it's pretty low cost. If they wanted to bring a pretty good sized list over, I mean, how would they justify, you know, they might be talking about $500 a month now, right? Uh, of a, of a cost to, to use a tool like this at that kind of volume. Is there a way for somebody to sort of selectively bring people over that, that, because I, th I think everybody's got, you know, anybody who's collected generic email addresses for years probably has a lot of email addresses on there that really aren't worth spending money on necessarily. They probably should almost be weeded out. Uh, but, uh, but if somebody was trying to make the move to a tool like yours and they did have, say, a 10 or 20 or 30,000 person list, what would be the best way to bring something like that over in a cost effective manner? You could absolutely uh, test it. We have a 21-day trial that's the full version of GIST. You see everything that it has to offer. You could um, segment a portion of your list, and you could send emails to them. You could test out the marketing flow for you know a full you know three weeks to see you know if your conversions increase and, and things like that. And then if you decided that you wanted to move that that full list over, uh, we actually migrate. Um, for our users. So you would contact our uh, team and we would get not only um, your contacts over, but we would recreate your emails and even your automations that you have through any other provider. And then before we turn it on, we show it to you, we walk you through it, and then you can you know, complete the move. So I want to circle back to something we were talking about early on. Um, and that's the idea of having, you know, the, the, the ability for somebody to sort of self select their segment, so to speak. Um, and that you had like your seven different areas. Um, is that, do you think that's something that, that if somebody comes to your website or maybe they, you know, they found you by way of a particular blog post that, uh, um, that, that rank pretty highly. Is, is that, um, something that should, in your opinion, should be offered to them right away? Um, or is that something that as they get into your, your funnel or your, one of your, uh, uh, workflows that should just be something that comes as a natural step of sort of nurturing to kind of get to know them better? For us, uh, when we really start our marketing, when someone signs up either for a free version of GIST or the free trial, uh, so we kind of ask it from, from the get go. Uh, to kind of use that as like a qualifier for leads. How, how serious are they? How much they fill out of our, of our, um, you know, our onboarding process. But, you know, for someone like um, a marketing agency where someone's going to find you either through word of mouth or like you said, through a blog post, it can definitely happen naturally. And they don't even have to self-identify. You could, if they're only researching SEO, if they're only checking out your SEO blog posts and reading your SEO content, you can, you can apply a tag uh, to them and, and kind of you identify them instead of them self-identifying. So it can happen way more naturally over time. Uh, I see. Or, or even if they visited a certain page, uh, a certain service page or a certain segment of the audience, you could actually then say, well, they must be interested in, or at least make that assumption. Absolutely. And the number of times too, if, if someone visits, you know, the, uh, SEO service page four or five times in the last 30 days, you know, that's definitely a indicator. So tell us a little more about where people can find out about, uh, just, and, uh, and, and as you said, uh, potentially sign up for a free trial. 
I would uh, definitely suggest the homepage, getgist.com. Right there, it's, uh, it just says get started for free. And you can either sign up for a free version of Gist or you can see the full version by signing up for a free 21-day trial. So tell me, are there, are there any um, – I, I know that you have a number of tools, the knowledge base, the forms, uh, email marketing, uh, live chat, uh, meeting scheduling. Are there any kind of big things that you feel like you're missing but they're on the roadmap? Yes. The, the one thing that we get asked about the most – and people integrate uh, with the most are, is a CRM, and that is that is something that's on the roadmap. Uh, it's been, you know, in development for uh, quite some time, and we've been releasing like Visual Workflows is our biggest release uh, that we've had this year, and that that rolled out a few months ago. So we're we're definitely working on it, and that's the the one thing that we hear most often is is missing from Gist. Well, Josh, thanks so much for stopping by, and uh, hopefully we'll run into you out there on the road. We'll have all these. Um, links, uh, the link and uh, uh, the things we talked about today in our show notes. Thanks again for having me.